Good morning. If you love the Lord Jesus Christ, will you give the Lord God a loud hand clap and praise? I believe God has been so good, He deserves a standing ovation. If there's someone here who just wants to stand up and say, Thank you, Jesus. When we think back over our life and all the things that God has done for us, we should have no problem with praise. The Bible says, Enter into His gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise to be thankful unto him and to bless his name. One more time, put your hands together and bless the name of the Lord. So many reasons to glorify God. So many reasons. One of the riches he woke you up this morning. Think about that. It was so many persons who did not get up this morning. They went to bed last night just like you. But God caused you to wake up this morning. He touched your bed. Look at this. He didn't just get you up. He got you in the right faculties of your mind. He woke you up with a sane mind and a healthy body. If somebody agrees with me, give God the loudest praise that you got. Somebody yell out, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the Lord inhabits the praises of the upright. Which means that when we get when we stand before the Lord our God with a mind and a heart to worship, watch this. He sits in our praises. Amen. Yeah. Turn to the person next to you. Tell him I love you today. Amen. You want to know where God is at? He hides in three places. Praises, peace, and love. Amen. Did you hear what I said? Praises, peace, and love. The Lord is in it every time. If you are a visitor to our church today, I don't believe we have none today. I would, I would like you to wave your hand if you're a visitor today. Amen. We got one. Amen. I'll tell you what, man. Let's go ahead and just shower him with love. Everybody just say hello. Amen. 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 We glorify God and thank you for choosing this church. It was 3,000 churches in Southeast Michigan you could have went to, but you chose little old New Prosperity where the Spirit of God is here every Sunday. Amen. Amen. So thank you for choosing our church. We just want to extend our love to you today. Amen. Amen. It is prayer time. Hallelujah. Let's come before the altar of God today. Amen. Amen. Everybody come on, sing that one time.
God who is everlasting, all-powerful, and almighty. Yes, God. Father, we come before you today honoring your person for who you are. We glorify you today for being the God of all wisdom, yeah. the God of all knowledge, yes, the God of all power, yes. and the God of all peace. Thank you. We come before your altar today as your children, asking that you would forgive us of all sins and transgressions. Yes, Lord. Lord, we fell short in your presence. Yes, and today we come before you asking for mercy and grace. Lord, we ask that you created us a clean heart and renew within us yes. the right spirit. Yes. Father, whether we in the sanctuary or at home by the sea, we ask that you lay your hands on us right now. Yes. Father, we ask that you remove all filthiness of spirit, yes. all things that we've said with our mouth that we shouldn't have said, yes, all the things we felt in our heart that we shouldn't have felt. Yes. Lord, remove it right now yes. in the mighty name of Jesus. Today, Lord God, that your name receive praise. Yeah. Praise because you woke us up this morning. Yeah. Praise because you put clothes on our back. Yeah. Praise because you put food on our table. Yeah. Lord, we ask that in heaven and in earth your name will be praised. Yeah. Father God, we ask that your spirit will come in this room today. Yeah. Father God, send the Holy Ghost down here right now. Yes. We ask that the spirit of truth will come in this room and begin to clean us up. We ask that the spirit of truth will come in this room and begin to kick out the devil. We ask that the spirit of truth will come in this room and give us a new power and strength. We ask that they that wait on the Lord will renew their strength in this hour. Lord, we ask that you come down at this altar today, Lord God. Everybody has an issue that they came up here with. We ask you to take the issue right now in Jesus' name. Lord God, if somebody is sick right now, we ask you to make them well in the mighty yeah. name of Jesus. Lord, somebody is depressed right now, we ask you to bring them joy right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Somebody is broken right now, we ask that you put them back together, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, don't just be kind to us. Go over to the hospital room, Lord God. Somebody is laying there with COVID and cancer, Lord God. But we believe you can cancel it in Jesus' name. Yeah. We ask, Lord God, that you send your Rafa through the hallways of, of the hospitals, Lord. Send your healing right now. We ask in Jesus' name, Lord God, that the name of Jesus will be lifted up in the hospitals and in the prisons, Lord God. And we ask that everybody who lift up your name, that you are healing right now in Jesus' name. Lord God, we ask that you put your hands over persons, Lord God, whether they in the sanctuary or at home. We ask, Lord God, that you begin to do a new thing as you did with the woman with the issue of blood, as you did, Heavenly Father, with the men who were blind, as you did with the people who were maimed. We ask in Jesus' name that you will make your people whole again. Whoever's crying this morning, Lord God, while they're sitting on their bedside, whoever's crying today, Lord God, while they stand at the altar, we ask in Jesus' name that you begin to lift them back up again, Lord God. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you will put food on the table of people who ain't got no money. We ask in the name of Jesus that you will give a car to somebody who at the bus stop. We ask in the name of Jesus that you will help somebody who ain't walked in a long time to run again. We ask in the name of Jesus that you do new miracles and new blessings on your people. We ask, Heavenly Father, Lord God, these things for you, sir. That you have not because you ask not. Yes. So today we ask you, oh gracious Father, yes, sir. 
Look upon your children everywhere that they are at, Father. Whether they are in the prison cell, whether they're in the orphanage, whether they're in the convalescent home. Look on every prayer that calls out to your holy name. Lord, we ask Heavenly Father, Lord God, as a good father, that you will lean down your ear upon your people and lean down your hands upon our life. Lord, fix our children and our families right now. Lord, fix our churches right now. Lord, fix the relationships between brothers and sisters right now. Lord, fix the relationships between daughter and mother right now. Lord, fix the relationship between son and father right now. We ask for healing right now, Lord God. Fix cousins who ain't spoke together in years, Lord God. We ask for healing today in Jesus' name. We rebuke all division today. We rebuke all contention today. We rebuke all fighting today. We rebuke every demon today. Get out of our house and get out of our church in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask for clear minds today. We ask that every imagination be cast we ask for your power today, Lord God. Give us the strength to praise you. Give us power over all addiction. Lord God, I ask that somebody cancel cannabis today. I ask that somebody stop drinking by your power today. I ask that somebody stop smoking drugs by your power today, Lord God. I ask that you will be all we need. I ask in the name of Jesus that you will give perfect peace to somebody in pieces. Do it today according to your power. Fix your people, Lord God. Cause us to be healthy sheep in your eyesight. And cause us to give your name the perfect praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And thank God. Give God a loud hand clap and praise today. Come on, y'all can do better than that. Somebody yell out, glory in this house. We magnify and glorify the God of heaven who hears and answers prayers. The Bible says that God is a refuge and a very present help. Oh, somebody can praise him right there. I say God is a refuge and he's a very present help. My uncle Thomas, you heard it. He's a very present help. He's a right now help. And God wants a right now praise because he's a right now help. Somebody stand up on your feet and put your hands together in God's house and tell him I love you today. You are overcoming whatever it is that has challenged you, that has broken you, that has caused you to struggle. You are overcoming everything that's come against your house and against your family. We believe right now today, Evangelist. We believe right now today, Cousin Bernice. We believe right now today, Samantha Thomas. We believe right now today, Beverly Martin. We believe right now today, Lucy, that God got power to help and heal his people. And while the devil thinks that you're going to come to God's house and sit down and act like God ain't been good, I dare somebody stand up and just wave your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. As we turn it over to the music ministry, let's sing it.
today, preacher. Mm. There's certain things that only pastors can do. For example, a pastor can call an impromptu business meeting at the end of service and tell everybody that he wants to discuss the kingdom of God. The pastor can start saying meeting by reminding us of the God that we serve, that he has all power, that he has all knowledge, and that he controls it all. He can go on to say that after much prayer and petition with God, that everything that he discussed has been approved and orchestrated by God. He proceeds to go on about the business meeting, telling us what's going on, what's going to happen, and what we need to prepare for. And as you sit there thinking the meeting is about to come to a close, and everything on the agenda has been discussed, suddenly the meeting turns to talk about you. And why are you thinking? I'm talking about last week in the picnic announcements. I'm really in the text, and I'm already in the synopsis. The last time we were here, we talked about the revival of a ride or die and what Paul told the lovely church of Ephesus. We were in the third chapter. We stressed the 20th verse. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Yeah, Yeah, right after that, I was like, so if Paul said that to the people, I wonder what he said to their pastor. Wow. And I did this thing that Mother Rooks taught me to do, and I searched the scriptures. Yeah. And I was led to the books of Timothy. Yeah. Now, the first book of Timothy, we're going to call that, Pastor, Devotion and Doctrine. Okay. Because it was in this book, the first one, that Paul gives Timothy a mission and his marching orders. The mission was, you got to get the kingdom culture together in the church of Ephesus. You got to get Ephesus on one accord. How do you do that? Marching order number one. You got to make sure they got good teachers. You got to make sure that they teach in sound doctrine. Yeah. If you've been blessed by word on the go, just wait till you come to Sunday school. Wow. Next marching order. Right. He tells him, listen, you got to make sure they know the practicality of this thing. Yeah. That how to be a Christian Monday through Saturday uh-huh. before you meet again. On Sunday. He says you need to put some good deacons and elders together who can give wise counsel. Kind of like Pastor said, we don't have a mother's board. You have to get the culture together. After he says that, he makes a really bold statement. He tells him, you need to repair the relationship between the new converted Christians and their surrounding communities. Kind of like how Pastor said, we don't take the city. You gotta understand there's certain things that only a pastor can do. There's also certain things that only a pastor can see. He can see it because he's in constant communication with God. So 
the question is, when God puts you on his agenda, what will you do? Are you going to run or are you going to stand up and fight? God is asking us not to fight one another. He's asking us to fight against principalities, wickedness in high places, evil spirits, the spirit of division. He's asking us as good soldiers to fight in the name of Jesus. But if you're going to fight, you can't be scared. We don't have time for scared saints to be on the front line. Because the bullets pop off, we can't find you. We need good soldiers who are willing to stand and see the salvation of the Lord. But if it pop off, you're willing to fight. So in the second book, he makes it personal. What do you do when the business meeting of corporate constitution turns into a personal matter. When God makes it personal for you, when he points you out, when he calls you out and makes it personal. Well, the thing that Paul did, he showed us in the second book. Number one, the entire church needs to be encouraged. Not just babies, the entire church from the basement all the way to the pulpit. We need to be encouraged to keep holding on to the Lord that we serve because he has all power. You need to link up with someone who stays linked up to the Lord. Some connections do need to be severed, but some connections need to be strengthened. You have to link up with the right partner so you can tap them in when the fight is too much for you. What Paul does is he encourages him. And it's kind of weird how he did it. Because he does something that pastors only do. They do constructive criticism. They say something really good in the beginning to make you listen. And right as they unhooked you, then here comes the criticism. So what he does is he... He hooks them up and he lifts them up by talking about how great God is, how great Jesus is, how great the Holy Spirit will keep him through anything. And then he plays the divine dozens. You better check the text. Look at verse 5. He talks about his grandma Lois and his mama Lois. These are fighting words. You might play with your mama, but this one right there, I don't play about that one. Mm-hmm. You'll find out, say something about my mama. I won't be evangelist. I'll be Joy Roll Drake. I go crazy about my mama. Look at here. You say something about executive nurse assistant Sabrina, pastor, take off his collar too. Now, listen, you come in this sanctuary acting like you don't know who God is, and you'll find out I don't play about my daddy either. Oh, so he plays 
thinks it does. But it's a righteous game that does this. See, I know we used to everybody pointing out the bad things that run in our family. But this part of the text questions what really runs in your blood. When I'm out here dating in a pandemic, I ask God, you know, you got your checklist that you ask. You know, what's your color? What kind of job you got? How many kids you got? What runs in your family? Because certain genes should not mix. Certain things cannot go together. That's how you end up unequally yoked. Listen, I can deal with schizophrenia, bipolarism, adult ADHD. They got pills for that. But I need to know, does faith run in your family?
Because he has to make official what God has told him yeah. about him. He said, look, I need you to come on out here so I can lay hands on you. And then you can go ahead and pastor that church. But Timothy was scared. God ever told you to do something and you get scared? Because you feel like it should be somebody else. Why didn't he choose somebody else? You start recommending other people that God could choose so he can get the glory. When God said, if I wanted them, I would have chose them. But since I chose you, it's time for you to stand up and show up. So, he tells him, come on and visit me. Now, the reason why Timothy could have been scared, because Paul's in jail again. He was in jail in Ephesus. He in jail again. And now he's a repeat offender. He got two strikes. How many of y'all hang out with criminals? Christian criminals. You don't even know they record because Jesus expunged it so much. They look good, but they really jacked up. Listen, you got to be careful. It's just like when Jesus got locked up and the disciples scattered because they were scared. They were scared of what would happen to Jesus and ultimately what would happen to them. So he says, despite what happens, this is the good fight of faith. Because even if you get killed and martyred, you still be with the Lord. You get a reward either way, either in diligence or in your death. So he's like, look, don't be scared. I know the wrong guy is still looking for me. I'm on house arrest, but come and let me lay lay my hands. So then he gives us the fighting words. For God, has not given with the spirit of fear, yeah. but of power and of love yeah. and a sound mind. Yeah. Now listen, the reason why the synopsis was long, because the exegesis will be expeditious. I only have four <laughs> points for you, and let me tell you now so I can preach it how I feel it. Yeah. Point number one, focus. Point number two, focus. Point number three, focus. Point number four, focus. Oh. Look at verse 7. It's funny how the scripture starts by telling us what God ain't gave us. Because many of us, when we wake up, we walk around, talk about, think about all the things that God ain't gave us. But do we really want God to run a playback and tell us what we ain't gave him? We focus on the wrong thing. Because the text tells us, yes, there are some things that God has not given us. And in the beat of the A-cross, it's because it's for your own good. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Once again, you focused on the wrong thing. Come on. You focused on the fear. You're focused on the fear that you amplify and magnify. You make your fear bigger than the favor of God. Wow. God has not given it to you. So what you worry about it for? Wasting time and space in your mind when you can make room for the Lord. Yeah. He says, let's look at this fear since you don't focus on it anyway. Yeah. Most people, when you think of fear, you think of phobia. To be scared of something. That's what it means. That ain't the fear in this text. Come on. It has nothing to do with phobia. 
The fear in this text is very unique. So unique that it's only mentioned one time in the Bible. One time Jesus, God, talked about this fear because I feel as a preaching possibility, he said what he said. So he doesn't have to repeat it. The fear that is in this text is the fear named Dilea. Dilea. Say it with me. Dilea. Dilea means the spirit of cowardice. Wow. Cowardice means a lack of bravery. Right. So what the scripture actually says yeah. is that God has not given us the spirit of a coward. So if you're not a coward, you shouldn't have coward characteristics. Come on. Come on. Jesus God. was never scared. When anyone said to him against the kingdom, yeah. why are we scared anytime anyone talks about the church? I'm a good representative.
But we know how to exercise it. You know, we believe in exercise. We do Christian cardio. We got worship workouts. Uh, you have to exercise your dunamis power. You know how we like to flex on somebody? You got to flex on the enemy. You got to show him who God made you to be. Even if you don't believe, God believes in loving me that he chose you. So if God believes in you, you need to believe in you too. For he made you on purpose with a purpose. And purpose shall always be fulfilled. And so he shows him power. This power that we have is very important. The power to create. Y'all know dunamis. It was let there be and it was. Dunamis lies within you. The power to create. Here's an example. For whatsoever a man thinketh, so is he. You created something in your mind and it was. You can speak things as though they were and they shall be. The Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that's why he tries to mix you up how to misuse your power. You know, sometimes you can be plugged in but the wire is broke. The connection ain't quite all the way. So you don't get the full power. You get like a dim power. The lights get the flicker, but they're not all the way on. You got to make sure your connection right. So you can tap into your power. The enemy makes you think you are weak because he knows that you are strong. It's called reverse psychology. Women, we know it. We use it on men all the time. Reverse Wow. 
that I was only able to express filial, mm -hmm. yeah. brotherly love, Christian love. But this says that I am capable, we are capable of expressing to another person agape love, yeah. unconditional love. Yeah. Now from Genesis to Revelations, not only it illustrates what love is, <laughs> but it shows us what love does. Oh, yeah. See, you can't just tell me you love me. That's what I'm saying, because they're just telling me. You got to show me some real love. Because love is what love does. See, what love does is make you sacrifice your life for your friends. What love does is pray for those who despitefully on, use you. What love Corinthians 13 chapter. He told you what love is not. Wow. See, it's one thing we think love is just always amazing. Come on. It should always be sunshine and rainbows. That ain't real love. Love will put you through something. Come on. Love will make you prove what you said. When he talked to the church, he said, Love is long suffering. And then he sprinkled in, Love is kind. Wow. It's going to hurt you at first, yeah. but I'm doing this because I love you. Because the love that I have for God and his people, that love sometimes has to be tough. Wow. See, when love is tough, what it does is making me to lie down in green pastures. Uh, yeah. When love is tough, that's what it does. It makes me hush when I want to cuss you out. When love does, it's keeping It should be first. Yeah. 
I know it's last, but I feel like it, it should be first. It says he gave us a sound mind. A sound mind. Your sophronisma. That's what it's called. Your sophronisma is so important. Whether you know it or not, there is a war for control of your mind. Now, any war that goes on, it don't just pop off. There's always a strategy. You have to understand what the plan is and the moves, not only that God is making, but how the enemy moves against you. If you take the emotion out the situation and you step back and look at it for what it really is, not only will you know how he's attacking you, but you will know because of your love and understanding of God how to fight The fight for your mind is tough. We fight in ourselves thinking that voice is us, but it is not. It's the principality. It's the manipulation. It's the influence of the enemy. If you want to know if the thought that you had was yours, let me tell you, if it goes against what God has said, that is not Judgment. 
inheritance of the servant of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. You got to know you inherited this power. You inherited this love. And you inherited your sound mind. It's up to us to keep our inheritance. Lastly, if you're confused, suicidal, the spirit comes against you, depression, anxiety. It tells you, you have no purpose. Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Your faith will get up. Your joy will get up. Your 
lifted up in the name of Jesus. For if God is for us, who can be against us? Don't be afraid to fight if you fight in the name of Jesus. Not fighting each other, but fighting principalities and wickedness in high places. God bless you. Turn it over to Minister Taylor
woke up, literally, y'all, I died. I saw white. When I, I literally saw all white. When I woke up, I was surrounded by emergency people. And they was like, get her up, get her up, get her up, get her up. I'm, like, I'm still out of it. I'm like, Lord, what happened? I'm asking them, like, Lord, just tell me what happened. Nobody could tell me. They pressed me to the hospital. I get to the hospital. They cut my shirt. Everything just moving, 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 moving. And I'm like, Lord, I'm in my mind. I'm like, Lord, just what happened? It took, I was in the hospital for a week. And my, they did echoes. They did chest x-rays. And I'm like, the doctors came in. Everybody came in on my last day. I'm like, y'all, what happened? They're like, we can't tell you. We don't know. I'm like, no, no. They're like, your heart didn't stop. Your heart didn't stop, though. You didn't have a seizure because they thought I seized out. My tech told me when I seized out, my eyes rolled to the back of my head. And I died. I called my pastor that next day, and I was like, Pastor, you know what? God got something for me. Yeah. Yeah. I said, because it's only God's grace. I'm still standing here.
And we always say at New Pro, it could have been. It should have been. It would have been. But we have got our hands back for that blood around this house. And you can mess around and put us in your business. Stand right there. So now we 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 about to put some saint power on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just need about two Hallelujah. real God-fearing Bible believing believers to come up to this altar. If you know you don't know God, stay away. But if you know the Lord Jesus Christ for real, you, just come and stand. Just come and stand. Just come and stand. We're going to love on that service. Amen. Extend your hand. Stand up in respect and honor to the Spirit of God in this world right now. Extend your hands. Hallelujah. That's not a woman crowd. That's a little girl. Listen. It's more going on here than kidney issues. This is past pain. This is no mother. But yet having plenty mothers. We stand today extending our hand as the children of God believing God for a miracle in and around this woman's life. Before we pray, I want you to know what we stand in agreement with. We stand in agreement that she will be healed. We stand in agreement that she will see her grandchildren. We stand in agreement that God will bless her with long life. We stand in agreement that every need that she has, medical, God will provide. We stand in the belief that God will take care of all her needs. Let us pray. Father God, which art in heaven, most holy and divine God, Father, we ask that you look down upon tequila many souls right now. Father God, you you caused her to see light when she left this world. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will let her see light while she's yet alive. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will wrap her in purpose, wrap her in healing, wrap her in peace, and wrap her in comfort. We ask in Jesus' name that you begin to remove every demon and disease that tries to fight against her body, fight against her mind, and fight against her spirit. We ask in Jesus' name that the children of God, the ecclesia from on high, that you will begin to put power in our hands as we extend them towards this altar. Lord, begin to send the anointing that breaks the yoke right now. Cause, Heavenly Father, Lord God, the shackles that was on her eyes and the shackles that was on her life to fall. We ask in Jesus' name that you give a long, prosperous life. We ask for the shalom of God to fall upon her with double portion right now. We ask, Lord God, that you will give her a determination to stay before your presence. We ask that you give strength to her sisters, strength to her family, Lord God, to be the support that you called her to be. Cause us to surround her as the family of God. Cause her children, Heavenly Father, Lord God, to see a walking miracle every day. We ask, Lord God, that you speak peace to her spirit, Heavenly Father, but no one's around. I ask that you give compassion to the doctors and the nurses. Wisdom and knowledge from on high. Cause her, Heavenly Father, to be rectified and healed in her body. Touch her blood right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
You are the way, the truth, and the life. Regulate her blood right now. According to your power and according to your peace. You brought her back to be a testimony. And we receive it today. Bless her and keep her. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank God. Give God a loud hand clap. Y'all can do better than that. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. If you believe it, come on, praise God right now. Walk through life and walk through this valley you in, this storm you in. I declare love over you. 
that every person you come in contact with is of God will provide love for your life, support for your life, strength for your life. I declare a sound mind over you. You hear various voices in the midnight hour. Yes, Tell the truth in God's house yes, today. God. It's a voice that you ain't never heard that's trying to talk against your mind. We rebuke it right now. In the Even if the voice stayed right there, you listen to God's voice. Yes. Do you hear me? You listen to God's voice. May God provide you irate. That's the peace of God. And the state of harmony. May it return to your faculties and mind. That when you lay down, you have peace. When you get up, you have peace. When you get trouble, you have peace. When you got happiness, you have peace. May the peace of God that passes all understanding. Rest, room, and abide in your life and hold and keep you. If you believe God to be the strength of your life, say amen. Give God a hand, man. Listen, where you are, you go. Listen, listen, listen. You can be seated. Have your moment with God.
you usually give a good little return when I do that. You know, people usually come out of what they're going through. This aren't seen when you testify today. People come out. I'm sitting there in the chair across from Betty. We like we Dr. Phil and this person. We just sit. I'm going to say Betty gonna die. Kills day to my mind, heart, wow. and spirit. I lied out to you in God's church. Wow. He said, write down everything, take your pictures, do whatever you're going to do. Wow. God, God, I'm going to tell you, God will Hezekiah you. Yes, sir. Hear me, yeah. He'll Hezekiah you. Y'all read Hezekiah later on. He'll, he'll, he'll throw something at you, uh-huh. and you will go into everything that you think, and I was sad walking out there. Lord, you really going to do this? He said, man, this going to happen. Wow. What he didn't tell. Come on, son. Come on, son. Ah, Somebody can stand up right now and you see what I'm doing. What he didn't tell. The part he didn't share with him. Major, what he didn't tell. Was that he was going to get her back yeah. up and say, well, somebody better give God some praise. And he will know he's making a mess. I'm over your life. And don't you need to keep up and you understand that? God made it. I believe it's made of my own. Purpose is before you die. You went through the hard part. It don't get no harder than dying. When somebody tells me, it don't get no harder than dying. DTE Comcast, they don't get it. No, nothing to pay that. And God brought you back. She's a true sister. Listen, listen, listen. We ain't living on no sad note because she alive. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. She alive. And you never read another scripture. If you walk in this church and see Miss Betty, you got reason to believe. Because God made this thing fair. I see it there. Watch this. Listen, 
it's giving time. I know you got something to give God today. Give God a Religion has to hold up for reality. We ain't just going to protocol all the time. Sometimes we got to let the Holy Ghost have his way. Reach in your pocket today. You don't know it can be your day tomorrow. You better show God I'm on your side and press this kingdom in the tent. Hallelujah. Tithes is the first tenth of our income. It's the first dollar out of every ten, the first ten out of every hundred, and the first hundred out of every thousand. We tithe unto the Lord out of obedience to his word and out of love for his person. Because somebody here need an envelope, raise your hand, and the usher will assist you at this time. Amen, amen, amen. Usher board getting strong, nursing board getting strong. Give God a hand clap. Amen. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Amen. You are under the leadership of the ushers beginning at the rear of the church. Amen. Beginning at the rear of the church. Follow the leadership of the ushers coming to the front. Amen. Amen. We've been doing this a long time. We pretty much know how this part goes. Amen. Amen. As you walk and say hi to the person next to you, amen. amen. Love wins every time. Every
Now listen, it was a preacher in this house today. Amen. He blessed us with a mighty word. Amen. Amen. We're going to actually do something today. We want to be a blessing to the preacher. Amen. Take a little bit off that festivity money from later on. Amen. We're going to be a blessing to the preacher today. Amen. Amen. Reach in your pocket, reach in your purse. Amen. And be a blessing to her. Amen. She may need a book. She may need debt. She may need gas. We believe here in blessing the preacher for what they have done. Amen. Once you got your gift, stand up on your feet. Amen. I'll be the first one. I was blessed. I had to pray. Amen. Stand up on your feet. Come on down and deposit your gift. You only know I should tell you how to do that. You know what? You know what it's from. Amen. Hallelujah. You're going to get blessed for blessing somebody else. For you to have a nerve enough to be kind and bless somebody who gave you the word, God is going to bless you. Amen. Amen. I know that's right, baby. Come back sharp. <laughs> what?